Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks so much for tuning in and welcome to the first episode of Making Bank, where we talk to the creators and community inside Bankless DAO, the world's first ever media and culture DAO. Today, I'm excited to talk to my first guest, one of our community managers, Above Average Joe. But before that, what is a DAO? Well, that question right there is part of the education that the Bankless DAO hopes to facilitate. The definition I will read is penned by The Defiant, one of my favorite publications in DeFi, and it happens to be a publication in which one of our Genesis members is a contributor, 0x Lucas. A decentralized autonomous organization is an entity that enables a distributed group of actors to organize or achieve a certain goal or meet a mandate, broad or specific, by coordinating through a shared set of rules enforced on a blockchain. These rules are coded into smart contracts, mostly with the help of governance frameworks. One thing I think that's important to note is that the different types of governance structures vary widely from protocol to protocol. So Bankless DAO is currently right in the midst of figuring out how our organization is going to function. It's super exciting, and I am very excited to keep everybody up to date on weekly governance updates. There's a good quote here from Vitalik Buterin, one of the co-founders of Ethereum. Instead of a hierarchical structure managed by a set of humans interacting in person and controlling property by the legal system, a decentralized organization involves a set of humans interacting with each other according to a protocol specified in code and enforced on the blockchain. I like to say DAOs are about the evolution of human coordination. The possibilities for Bankless DAO are endless, and many of them haven't even come to fruition yet. I think probably the best way to describe it is to read just a few paragraphs from our mission statement, which is right on our website. Cue the dark trailer music. We need this now more than ever. The previous institutions of the world have hit their limits of growth. Nation states, corporations, banks, Silicon Valley monopolies are no longer inclined to include additional members under their tents. The value in these entities accrues to a small few and thus are fundamentally misaligned with the many people they serve. As these institutions scale, they become increasingly incapable of producing the future that is aligned with the individuals that comprise them. Bankless started in 2019 as a newsletter, added a podcast in 2020, and in 2021 is now a self-sustaining media company dedicated to democratizing access to information about the world of decentralized finance. The role of Bankless is to operate as a public good for education, media, and culture on crypto and all other Bankless technologies that are being introduced into the world. The growth of Bankless has outpaced our wildest expectations, and the demand to help grow the Bankless message has grown into spin-offs like Bankless Russia and Bankless France. The Bankless movement is ready to grow out of the hands of the few and into the hands of the many. The Bankless message is a global banner, and the Bankless DAO is the organization that coordinates people under this banner. Only an internet-native organization is capable of growing an internet-scaled revolution, and thus, we need a Bankless DAO to grow the Bankless revolution. We want a money system by the people and for the people. We want to propagate crypto, media, and culture. We want to help the world go bankless. 
Help grow the world's first ever media and culture DAO. Bring your talents, time, and ideas. Join the revolution. I personally believe that the Bankless DAO will be able to help people all over the world achieve financial freedom through decentralized finance protocols. It's time to join the Bankless DAO on our mission to ditch Wall Street and the banks. So for a little bit of weekly news for the Bankless DAO, Bankless is collaborating with Metafactory on a bunch of new swag that will be sure to melt faces. Bankless is dropping new swag with Metafactory every month starting now. And the first drop happens on May 17th, so be sure to subscribe to Culture and Apparel to get an email notification. In more news, David Hoffman from Bankless says that the Bankless LLC had a bunch of products that were 50 to 70% completed that they are planning on handing over to the DAO. Pretty cool that they already had some revenue streams in mind for the DAO. And the first three are going to be the BED Index from Index Co-op. This will be an index token comprised of Bitcoin, Ethereum, and DPI, the DeFi Pulse index token. And there's also been a lot of other proposals put forth recently. So everyone is loving the energy. There are proposals in the works for our various guilds, a writer's guild, a translation guild, and the treasury is not unlocked yet. But as soon as the DAO is able to spend money, there will be a few revenue sources already that will hopefully generate on-chain cash flow. This is really cool because eventually the different media nodes are going to be able to make bank, token that is, for contributions, which is really cool and we're all really excited to get to that point. Check out our weekly roll-up to see some bank token analysis by one of our members and join our Discord to check out all the different proposals in discussion. And lastly, check out the weekly roll-up for a great article called DAOs are the second big breakthrough, an article from Polychain Capital on why DAOs are the future of venture capital. Next, I'd like to talk to our guest, Above Average Joe. Joe is indeed above average as he does a lot of things for the community. He's our lead community manager, handles onboarding support, moderation, spam control, coordination of channel organization, volunteer placement, encouragement farmer, proposal organization, and Genesis Interface. So can you just tell us a little bit about um, what you do for the DAO, uh, kind of what, what your role is as of now? Yeah, I mean, the DAO's only like a week old, so right. there's not too much in the way of official positions yet. Right. But right. in some of the volunteer forms, I've seen lead community manager thrown around next to my name. I didn't really ask for that, but I guess if the shoe fits, I'll wear it. It's kind of just been rolling out from being so excited to be there and seeing needs that were being asked about, but nobody was answering them. Yeah, I was starting out with onboarding support and getting bombarded with just tons of messages about, I have all of these skills. Where do I take them? What do I do with them? Where can I put this energy? Because I am pumped. And so the snow globe, as Brian and David put it. Yeah. Yes. The perfect analogy for it. And I was in there just kind of like, I don't know exactly what you do, but you know what you're passionate about. And you told me just enough to say, you can be really skilled in the writer's guild. That's starting to coalesce because we've got an army Mm -hmm. of people volunteering to write. They need direction, but we don't really know where that's going yet. So 
let's get all the writers in one place and then we'll figure out what we're going to do with them. And pretty soon we had a couple of different guilds. Um, we went through the writers guild. There was a uh, developers guild, a translators guild, mm -hmm. and recently a legal guild that have cropped up and each of them are expanding almost independently of my influence at this stage because I can spend oh, 18 really? hours a day on this thing and these mm -hmm. guys are still flying faster than I can keep up with the chats. Um, yeah. I'm taking control of the occasional spam bot that gets through or any permissions hiccups that are showing up as we expand into new channels and mm -hmm. begin to iterate on our developmental structure that we are all simultaneously discovering together. We have been coordinating with the early proposal ideas and getting them in tune with the template that we have been using to initially get our proposals submitted and then setting them up with channels to discuss those proposals and refine them before they get sent off to the forum or snapshot. Um, initially, that wound up being a lot of focus on do I even have the authority to go take this initiative, for instance, this mm -hmm. podcast. But before very long, we came to a kind of consensus that as long as you don't need any money from the treasury initially, you can kind of run with your idea. And if the DAO likes it, it's going to get adopted and you will feel that energy get poured into your project. Mm -hmm. And so in that sense, the things that the individual DAO members want to see are the things that we are creating. And the product market fit is coming from people looking at it and saying, I wish I had that. And then somebody like me or another community manager comes in and says, sure, I dare you to do it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. usually they've got enough energy that just that little prod is all they need before they're off and making a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. And look where we are now. Yeah. yeah. And I, do a little bit of interfacing with the Genesis team and kind of pulling the occasional support thing that should be directed up to them and making sure that they're not as swamped with the basic things since they're still running an LLC. Those mm -hmm. guys are busy. Anything else that winds up falling through the cracks of the initial organization, I'm trying to catch and pick up and make sure that out of the gate this machine stays as well oiled as possible yeah well i want to thank you because you've done a lot i've seen you in the support channel like all day just helping people on top of everything else that you're doing so yeah thanks for doing everything you are somebody's got to do it <laughs> yeah and i'm it's it's nice to see that the dust has settled a little bit you know i couldn't keep up there for a little bit it was like <laughs> Nobody Eight. could. I spent yeah. 18 hours a day for the first three days trying to keep up with these forums. And <laughs> I still have a backlog of about 200 messages before I will read everything. Oh, wow, really? 
Yeah. Uh, I do not recommend everybody go and read everything in the forum. There's just too yeah. much. So, yeah. Yeah. Curious, did you have any uh, prior involvement to launch? Did you, you know, what, what was your experience with uh, Bankless before the DAO launched? Well, I've been a subscriber to the newsletter since the very first one that Ryan ever put out. So I guess you could say I'm one of the earliest believers in Bankless. Nice. But uh, as cool. far as involvement pre-launch, I had no advanced knowledge that they were going to Dowify compared to anybody else that is currently in the Dow. Um, I may have been right next to their ear, but those guys kept their mouths shut really well. Can you just talk a little bit about the Bankless Dow mission and you know what what products do we aim to produce her, or at least what products do you hope to see us aim to uh, produce? Well, I think that the Bankless Down mission is one of leveling the playing field. Um, there's a financial market out there now that favors those with specialized access and ways to get at those deals that aren't even available to the common man. And a lot of that is done under the pretense of protecting the investor that doesn't know what they might be risking. Mm -hmm. But that system is horribly outdated. And I've heard of some early moves to try and change accredited investor rules in the United States. But things like that are, you know, a day late and a dollar short in an internet world where we're moving at a million miles an hour. And so it seems to me that equalizing access to the opportunities that empower us the most is really what we are going to be about. We're just breaking down those barriers to entry and making sure that everybody has that same access to the upward mobility that modern life should be giving to us all. As far as what we produce, mm -hmm. people who understand how their money works. I mean, literacy of finances is not very widespread um, in the modern That's world. true. That's very true. And the first thing you have to do in order to become skilled at something is become aware of it. And in order for them to become aware of it, they have to be told. And so mm -hmm. we are the messengers. Exactly. I mean, you know, people ask me how yields work and I tell them it's the same way your bank works, you know? I mean, it's just that the wealth is going back to you, you know? Yeah. And as I think it was Eisenhower who said, a rising tide lifts all boats. If the least among us is better off, then so are all of us. So why not make sure that the least among us is elevated as far as we can get them? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, so concerning governance, um, can you elaborate maybe a little bit on, you, you kind of already touched a little bit on how um, layers are kind of already naturally starting to form organically uh, in the DAO. Um, I don't know how much experience you have with previous DAOs, but could you elaborate maybe a little bit on, on where it's starting to go 
so that maybe people who have been lost in the chaos can kind of um, kind of see the structure a little bit? Uh, yeah. Or I, is there any structure even yet? Um, <laughs> there's some. Uh, I would say that right now, I want to see our DAO really push energy into the education segment of the DeFi stack. Okay. Because right now, that sort of thing is almost missing. Um, it's popular yeah. to cover the protocols and the things that they do out there. Um, you know, there are a dozen different newsletters that will tell you about the newest token that can do something. Mm -hmm. But the vast majority of people out there, which the bankless DAO is trying to reach, don't even have the words to communicate. Um, right, right. You start telling them about things like DAI and leverage and liquidation, and their eyes will glaze over before you get to the end of the <laughs> Yeah, it's a whole new lingo. And we definitely need to be in a position to address this in order for the empowerment that I mentioned previously to come into play. Um, no matter how we really address this, though, the next step that comes beyond that is going to be coming. Um, I expect that long term, we're going to see bankless carry the crypto movement into a world where we are in a post-capital scarcity society. And I don't know that that has ever existed in humanity. We've always had a crunch on resources somewhere mm -hmm. along the way. But when the upward mobility of the individual is fully unlocked, there comes a point at which the scarcity is no longer the driving mechanic for our society. And when that happens, the way upon which our culture is built is going to have to be reorganized and we're going to have to be ready for that. I feel like the bankless DAO is the first step in building the new paradigm before the collapse of the old one. Um, we're on the species of a, we're a species on the verge of reaching a coordination escape velocity. And what it looks like beyond that is for those who come after us to decide. I just want to give them the strongest foundation possible, and I think so does everybody else in the DAO. Yeah, that's great. We're we're accessing all kinds of new innovations in in coordinating and um, you know collaborating, and you know we're a little bit different of a DAO where most of them are kind of these financial protocols and we're going to be a media and culture DAO. And so that's great. I mean, we're going to have a lot of experimentation to do, but also so much opportunity. Um, I don't think I've been, you know, I've been part of a few other DAOs and I don't think I've seen quite such the, such a diverse um, crowd from all sorts of different um, aspects of life and, and, you know, empl employment. And it's really cool to uh, see so many different, people come together um 
in one place, you know, whereas a lot of a lot of crypto has so far been kind of a little bit, you know, tainted towards one <laughs> sector of the planet. Absolutely. I feel like this group has been selected for the ideology and not any other demographic, which is something that is unique to the Bankless DAO. Yeah, very unique. Yeah, it's so cool. We know that DAOs are, are most likely going to be more capital efficient and productive than traditional companies. So how do you think that this can become a possibility for Bankless DAO? So I've already seen that it is. Um, to get 100 volunteers of the caliber we already have doing this much, this fast, a traditional corporation would have to spend millions. Um, our community treasury hasn't yet spent a single token. If we leverage all the many Legos that our organization is talking about and, you know, getting ready to espouse to the rest of the world, then even if it works half as well as we are going to talk about it doing, no traditional company on earth is going to be able to compete with us. Yeah, exactly. And there's no stopping it. That's Absolutely. The best part. It, it is a censorship-resistant paradigm. Power to the people. <laughs> Power to the people. Man, yeah, you said it. From covering the events in the crypto space, to highlighting protocol development, to creating mental structures by which to value these developments in a rational way, I don't want to see people told what to buy. I want to see them taught how to buy wisely. Dig into the nuance of things. Call out the bad actors, but in a way that encourages constructive output. We need a place where the confrontations that are made aren't done to say I was right. They're done to improve the quality of the space for everyone around us. And if we are approaching the situations like that from the beginning, then nobody's going to be able to predict how far and how fast we go. Yeah, that's true. That's really cool. It's the sky is the limit and no one's really, uh, no one's stopping us but ourselves. Yeah. For, for maybe listeners who aren't familiar with Dow structure, um, DAOs have kind of already been going through some evolutions of their own where the first generations of DAOs were kind of clunky and, you know, um, already sort of antiquated, whereas now we have multiple tools um, and and all sorts of frameworks are forming for DAOs, you know, like Colony and DAO House. And we're still seeing, you know, some of the same problems, though, arising out of certain types of governance, like with you know, whales, uh, dominating and so forth. Um, you know, I'm, what do you, how do you think, you know, if you have experience in this, like how, how do you think the Dow can try to avoid some of these pitfalls as we move forward? I can't say I know for sure. Um, it is definitely not my area of expertise, but okay. that being said, I am a big fan of the quadratic staking mechanisms that cool. have been implemented for Gitcoin grants. Yeah, quadratic governance, yeah. I think that the potential for that cannot be understated. I do think that there are some iterations on the basic model of that that can really take it and turn it into something special. But 
we'd need probably a couple of mathematicians to really get to work on something like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And everything is off chain right now too, you know, so it's kind of up in the air as to whether what's going to be on chain and what's not. And... Absolutely. But uh, one thing is for sure, as the cost of on-chain recording comes down, more things will become on-chain. Mm-hmm. Right now, that is the biggest thing that is keeping it from really being on-chain with every decision that you see. Okay. okay. And so scaling solutions are going to change the DAO structure again, and we better be ready for it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Thanks, Joe. If you are listening to this and interested in more information on the Bankless DAO, be sure to check out our website, bankless.community. You can join our Discord there or read our Medium articles. And the best part about the DAO is that it's permissionless in that anyone can join. The only condition is that you hold at least 35,000 tokens, bank tokens, in your wallet at the time of joining. There is a proposal in the works to lower the threshold on that to 10K. So that may be coming soon. Also, if you were a premium subscriber to the Bankless podcast during any time in 2020 or 2021, make sure to claim your airdrop. Just want to remind everyone that this is not financial advice and do not use more than you can afford to lose. Thanks for tuning in and I will see you next week.